modern literature, especially the most recent, shows a revival of old types of ghosts, together with the innovations of the new. There are specters that take a real part in the plot complication, and those that merely cast threatening looks at the living, or at least are content to speak a piece and depart. Some spirits are dumb, while others are highly elocutionary. Ghosts vary in many respects. Some are like the pallid shades of the past, altogether unlike the living and with an unmistakable spectral form, or lack of it. They sweep like mist through the air, or flutter like dead leaves in the gale, a gale always accompanying them as part of the stock furnishings. On the other hand, some revenants are so successfully made up that one doesn't believe them when they pridefully announce that they are wraiths. Some of them are, in fact, so alive that they don't themselves know they're dead. It's going to be a great shock to some of them one of these days to wake up and find out they're demised. Ghosts are more gregarious than in the past. Formerly, a shade slunk off by himself, as if ashamed of his profession, as if aware of the lack of cordiality with which he would be received, knowing that mortals shunned and feared him, and cherry even of associating with his fellow shades. He wraithed all by himself. The specters of the past, save in scenes of the lower world, were usually solitary creatures, driven to haunt mortals from very lonesomeness. Now we have a chance to study the mob psychology of ghosts, for they come in madding crowds whenever they like. Ghosts at present are showing an active interest not only in public affairs, but in the arts as well. At least, we now have pictures and writing attributed to them. Perhaps annoyed by some of the inaccuracies published concerning them, for authors have in the past taken advantage of the belief that ghosts couldn't write back, they have recently developed itching pens. They use all manner of utensils for expression now. There's the magic typewriter that spooks for John Kendrick Bangs, the boardwalk that Patience Worth executes for Mrs. Curran, and innumerable other specters that commandeer fountain pens and pencils and brushes to give their versions of infinity. There's a passion on the part of ghosts for being interviewed just now. At present, book reviewers, for instance, had better be careful lest the wraiths take their own method of answering criticism. It isn't safe to speak or write with anything but respect of ghosts now. De mortuis nil nisi bonum, indeed. One should never make light of a shade. Modern ghosts have a more pronounced personality than the specters of the past. They have more strength of mind as well as of body than the colorless revenants of earlier literature, and they produce a more vivid effect on the beholder and the reader. They know more, surely, what they wish to do, and they advance relentlessly and with economy of effort to the effecting of their purpose, whether it be of pure horror, of beauty, or pathos of humor. We have now many spirits in fiction that are pathetic without frightfulness, many that move us with a sense of poetic beauty rather than of curdling horror, who touch the heart as well as the spine of the reader. And the humorous ghost is a distinctive shade of today, with its quips and pranks and haunting grin. Whatever a modern ghost wishes to do or to be, he is or does, with confidence and success. The spirit of today is terrifyingly visible or invisible at will. The dreadful presence of a ghost that one cannot see is more unbearable than the specter that one can locate and attempt to escape from. The invisible haunting is represented in this volume by Fitzjames O'Brien's What Was It?, one of the very best of the type, and one that has strongly influenced others. O'Brien's story preceded Guy de Maupassant's Le Orle by several years, and must surely have suggested to Maupassant as to Bierce in his The Damned Thing, the power of evil that can be felt but not seen.
The wraith of the present carries with him more vital energy than his predecessors, is more athletic in his struggles with the unlucky whites he visits, and can coerce mortals to do his will by the laying on of hands, as well as by the look or word. He speaks with more emphasis and authority, as well as with more human naturalness, than the earlier ghosts. He has not only all the force he possessed in life, but in many instances has an access of power which makes man a poor protagonist for him. Algernon Blackwood's spirits of evil, for example, have a more awful potentiality than any living person could have, and their will to harm has been increased immeasurably by the accident of death.